calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have an announcement to make, and it's very, very important. I'm serious. I have an announcement to make, and it's very important, and I'm going to say this to America right now. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. never know what happens when you put something out into the radio universe. You're not you're not like super high right now, and in 20 minutes you forget we had this conversation, right, Snoop? Oh, I'm very high right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting late, so uh, good luck. Well, in the words of Luciano Pavarotti, I'm a perfectionist. I want things to be better. Kevin and Bean, can I get a woo-woo? <laughs> Excuse me. My butthole is so clenched. Hey, Ma, can I get some meatloaf? What's really going on? And by the way, we are whatever. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Have you ever wanted to lick your cat? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. That's something you get a facial Ah, whatever. Just pass it around. Hey, now. And the Bogart that joined, my friend. Um, I'm not that big of a bean just fan. pass it on down. And now. It's a pretty quiet party, Murray. It's only just started, Jermaine. Look at Brett, he's having a good time. Hey, Brett. You think it's rocking now? You wait till Jim gets here. It's going to be twice this. It's like a one-man party. Well, does he need us then? Our feature presentation. Good morning, party people, and welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's for a Friday, the 31st of May. Hey, Mugwumps, how you doing? Yo! Okay. That's You were calling me Mugwumps, right? Uh, I was calling everybody Mugwumps. Oh, okay. Mugs is awake. <laughs> <laughs> Mugs has just had his coffee. He sure did. Yeah. He's clicked in. Uh... Hello. Good morning. <laughs> so, um, many things to get to, obviously, today. Another busy, busy show. But I have to ask, what's the what's the Highland uh, Avenue situation? Jensen, I guess you came, came through most recently? Yeah, they closed uh, the entire ramp, which is uh, an exit that all of us semi-depend on. Uh, from the 101. Yeah, from the 101. It... I wouldn't say that the traffic is terrible, but mm-hmm. it does mess with everything to a point where Kevin just walked in. But Highland being, you know, three exits back of traffic and then only learning about it as you hit it will yeah. will ruin a morning. Waze didn't work for you either? I didn't even... I didn't depend. Waze? I never looked at Waze. Because, I looked at Waze because I thought, well, 
That's probably more up to date yeah. than the traffic report I was getting. So, and it was sending me to Highland the whole time. Really? I was thinking, I don't know, maybe I should get off someplace else. And I just avoid use, all this. I, I don't. I never use Waze in the morning because I just assume you know we're up. Well, we're up. At, time, yeah. you know, we're up before any you know actual well, animals are awake. I'm responsible, so I do. <laughs> the guy point. walks in late. <laughs> <laughs> I, was wondering, I was wondering how you guys came from the same direction. How dare you? The same route, and Jensen's been here 20 minutes. I was wondering about that. And Jensen comes from farther. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> and he uses Waze. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is adding up. Yeah, it's, it's not at all. Kevin comes on a horse, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Down the old town road, I hear. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, you know how you uh, you hate it, Kevin? Hate it, hate it, hate it when you you don't watch a game, and then you come in the next day. Well, like yesterday, perfect example. Mug says, oh, my God, Dodgers came back from five back, including three in the bottom of the 10th or whatever it was. And you go, oh, man, I wish I'd have seen that. I didn't know, right? You missed the great game of the night. Right. Well, that's what happened last night. Mm-hmm. And With- you are you are going to be so – you're going to be mad at yourself all weekend long when you realize you were probably watching the stupid NBA Finals – and you weren't watching the Scripps National Spelling Bee, which was brought to its knees last night, Kevin. <laughs> brought to its knees. It was, it was like when they had, like, it was a Tiger Woods moment. Was it? Wow. Yes. yes. Yeah. It was little Indian kids eight, the dictionary zero. That's what it was. <laughs> wow. Kevin, they ran out of words. No oh, way. Oh, that's pretty yeah. strong. They did. They ran that, out of words. That's how, that's how long this thing went. The kid go up to the mic and go, what else you got? <laughs> We're I here. Mean, essentially, they might as well have been. They ended up, I guess they ended up at some point going, look, we have no contingency plan for anything beyond a tie. Because they've had ties in the past. In recent years, it's happened several times where two kids refuse to lose. And they just go, all right, it's after midnight at this point. These kids are 11. Let's let them go home. It, yeah, that basically happened three times where there were co-champs of two spellers. How do both of you know this? Oh, right. I, ex- exactly, yes. No, no, uh, you're asking Jensen and me? Yes. Oh, because it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's a huge deal. All right, so they decided at some point they were going to just make an announcement and go, all right. We're only going to twenty rounds. This this would be like in you know I guess in in I guess in, in sports like even football they have a uh, two overtimes. So that's all they do, right? Two overtime um, porters, right? Does well, that no, sound right? Yeah, right? I don't think that's right with the NFL. The NFL, yeah, regular season, regular season. They can oh, okay, end yeah, but not okay. in yeah. championships yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. In regular season, right? So that's what they decided to do. Is they said, all right, we're just going to cut it off after twenty rounds. The, and there were eight people left at the tw- at the end of the twenty rounds. <laughs> they spelled the final forty-seven words correctly. I would like you to at some point give some of those to us. Because yeah. I don't feel like there's a chance we would get them. Oh, right? I, I I was doing it pretty much blind at times, and there was no way. I was and the most them. confident person in the room, Muggs, would also do just as poorly, Woo! maybe um, worse. Well, I can play for you a montage okay. of each of the eight spellers spelling his or her final word. All right, and you tell me if you would even recognize any of these as being English words because I sure don't. For 13-year-old Risha Gunhasri, it was this. I was sloped. A. U S L A U T. You are correct. Why, why would a 13 year old need to know that word? <laughs> I don't know. By the way, Muggs is back here like shaking his head. Yeah, <laughs> no, I got this. And then he God. missed it. And then he missed it. He was well, spelling it along. So confident. Of course he missed it. And he, what and is that should, word? Who knows? 
knows? <laughs> no one knows. knows? Right. There was one word in the final round where they asked for the origin. You know, they tell them. Yeah. And the yeah. guy goes, the origin is unknown. <laughs> oh. So they made it up, basically. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. 14-year-old Aaron Howard. Erisipolis. E-R-Y-S-I-P-E-L-A-S. Erisipolis. You- 13-year-old Sakath Sundar. I can't even spell the names of these guys. <laughs> Isn't that uh, one of the cats in Cats? Yes. Yeah. Aristophilus. Yes. It might be. Okay. By the way, um, there's already, it's so funny because uh, there's already shade being thrown by other spelling bees around the world. Raul Walia, founder of the South Asian Spelling Bee, said, they need to use, need to use harder words. The words are available. That would have never happened at my bee. Wow. That would have never happened in my bee. Maybe she needs to change the wording. She or he. Apparently, uh, personal <laughs> coaches are very big. Mm. In, yeah. and, and oh, thir- okay. And uh, 13 of the 16 finalists used word lists and study materials from some former champions. And there's just, I mean, it's become so big now. The kids are, you know what they're doing is they're breaking the system like James is breaking the system on yeah, Jeopardy. It is, it is, 100%. It's, you've got champions now that are better than anyone who's ever played the game before, and the game is going to have to adapt. But James yeah. is one guy. This is eight kids. This is yeah. eight kids. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they right? said they said there's another way, too. You used to have to only get in through your regional newspaper. Like, they would have these contests, and you have to have a sponsor in your hometown. And last year, they introduced something called the RSVB, which, by the way, congrats on that. Uh, and you can basically kind of pay uh, to pass that up. You give like $1,500 and you, you can uh, join in trying that way. And they're saying that started last year but and now that's it, opening the field. But oh. these kids are so good, though, they would have won getting in anyway. Well, they're saying there's but only they're you so could have a bad... busy with their social lives <laughs> that they don't have time. Oh, Allie, or not. just pushing away people of the opposite right? sex. Right? Like, yeah. oh, I've got to spell. Yeah, but they're saying, you know, like someone could have a bad day or there are two great spellers per city. This is oh, a way I that see. more mm. people could come in, yeah. Well, Kevin, you missed it. I, I feel like I really am sad can that I, I didn't can, see that. Can I admit something that yeah. I'm, I'm willing to say on the mm-hmm. on the radio? I cried six of the eight finalists. I cried when they won. What happened well, to the other two? I didn't feel those two. Didn't okay. care. No, I didn't care. <laughs> I just didn't two. care. No, I didn't feel Wow. Yeah, it was very emotional. It was no. awesome. Mm-mm. Because it's like watching somebody, you know, run a marathon and you can't believe they made it to the end of the marathon. Is it? Yes, right. like and do you watch people run a marathon? A lot of people do. Yes, but uh, you don't. And year. neither does Jensen. I don't. But I did. I did. Kids were like kind of falling asleep. They had been spelling since 10 a.m. Oh. And they closed up around 11.30, 11.40. I was going to be up all night. I didn't care. Right. <laughs> I would have come here amped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, I, if it went all night, I would have kept watching. <laughs> Wow. Is, well, I'm sorry, I missed something. that. And flipping between, yeah. flipping between the NBA Finals and that, I figured out which one was true athleticism, and I'll tell you one thing, it didn't involve Drake. <laughs> so, well, congratulations to all the Octo Champs. <laughs> all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? I want them to know death is coming, <laughs> and there's nothing they can do about it. Quite a voice actor. Uh, keep it 100 because it's Friday. Sure. Medical Miracles, based on Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bean is very excited and won't stop talking about a movie, and maybe this falls right into Ooh, what we were just talking boom, about. Good God. Boom. Good A God. movie about a dictionary. <laughs> Pretty heady times for dictionary files. <laughs> That's nope. not a thing. No. Nope. I don't think it is a thing. I think I just made it up. We have a uh, preview of Galaxy's Edge today on the show. Excellent. And uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger raps. Uh-oh. Did mm. you know that? Mm. I have it. 
It's going to be fun to discover together. That's coming up this morning. We'll take a uh, break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Uh, Friday morning, you guys. Friday, of course. Friday. Yay. Friday. Yeah, you're... So, Pascal, what's up? Let's find out. Here's Allie with what's happening. I mean, what's going on? Who's Pascal? That was Slang Man. Was it Slang Man? Slang Man's friend, yeah. That was his friend who wanted to know about the soccer game. Okay. Licking oh, right. And... The French guy. Right, That's right. Remember he looked up at the ceiling when he yeah, was, No, no. He what's up? No, that, that doesn't mean looking at the ceiling. Oh, so, Pascal, what's up? <laughs> Enough. Unbelievable. Just so you know, we will be revisiting Slang Man. Yes. Oh, we must. On he has Monday. so many videos. He's my new hero. Yeah. May I ask a question first, though? Mm-hmm. Please. You're fat. Have you been insulted or complimented? Well, wow. Depends on the spelling. He said, if someone over 20 says it, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. It didn't make any he sense. had all the math wrong, everything. Slang what man 2020. M I R K. Let's meet in real life. Nope. Again, <laughs> nothing you're saying is right, sir. Nothing. How does K equal life? I don't know, but I'm excited to hear more Same. from him. Guys, uh, I'm going to do some Game of Thrones spoilers. I hope it's okay. We're, what, coming up on two weeks now? Yeah. I think it's probably safe. Remember how everyone freaked out at the ending and they're like... Okay, we don't need the, don't cats, need the cats singing Ever. the theme. That's not Ever. a thing. Ever. So everybody freaked out and they were like, this is not the the way that George R. R. Martin would have wanted this. These writers are awful. We need to have a petition and they need to do the whole last season. Over again. Mm-hmm. Over again, Yeah. Well, the Three-Eyed Raven is clearing up another Game of Thrones mystery. Oh. That's Bran Stark. Actor Isaac Hempstead Wright has revealed in a new HBO behind-the-scenes interview that one of the show's finale twists was directly from author George R.R. Martin. No, it wasn't! Creators David Benioff and Dan Weiss told me there were two things that George R.R. Martin had planned for Bran, and that was Hodor's revelation and that he would be king. So that's pretty special to be directly involved in something that is part of George's vision. It was a really nice way to wrap it up. I think he's basically saying, shut the F up. Probably. This was the plan from the beginning. Mm. You know that Benioff and wife have to be like, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. So there you have it. King Bran. All right. Apparently from George R.R. Martin himself. Meow, 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 one step ahead. Mm, real good. You guys, William H. Macy. He appears to be a, getting ready for his daughter's high school graduation as his wife, Felicity Huffman, awaits sentencing for her part in the big Varsity Blues scandal. She was one of 50 parents um, and teachers that were swept up in that college admission sting. He has not been implicated in the investigation, but I feel like he still has to maybe think about things and how they might be seen. Mm-hmm. Like when you're photographed buying balloons that say, congrats, grad, you did it. Presumably for his daughter who's graduating high school. 
they're the saddest pictures you've ever they're seen. They're pretty strong. It's, a, it's, it's almost like he said, how can I make a meme? Exactly. So Twitter, of course, was saying, this is the new sad Ben Affleck. Like, it is, <laughs> it is unreal. It's not crying Michael Jordan, though, yet. It's or sad. It's up there. I put sad Keanu above it, but it is okay. right below yes. sad Keanu. It is something, you guys. I feel like he could have said to someone, yeah. can you go grab these? Yes, agreed. Me? It's just. If anyone takes a picture, this is going to be nuts. I w- yes. Yeah, I would have hired an assistant just for this. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I would have task rabbit. You have one, yeah. you have yeah. one job. Congrats, Brad. You have did people, it. Well, yeah. he, has to have pe- he has to have people. Yeah, yeah we think crazy. so. Yeah. yeah. This is crazy that he would put himself in this situation. It is crazy. Some birthdays for you. Clint Eastwood, Chris Elliott, Colin Farrell, DMC, Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC, LA Dodgers manager Dave Roberts, and perhaps my favorite of all of Kevin's hangups. And it's his least favorite because you can hear Brooke Shields' Come on. soul <laughs> leaving her body. First, Come we on. are going to play for you when he hung up on her and she was in the middle of saying something. So you'll hear the commercials going on. Follow Ms. Shields on Twitter at Brooke Shields. Hey, thanks for the time. We enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. I listen to one of the Friday sale. Going wow. on now. If only we could understand what she was trying to say. Oh, we do. Uh, we took out the commercial. Hit it, Steve. Follow Miss Shields on Twitter at Brooke Shields. Hey, thanks for the time. We enjoyed it. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. I listen when I'm in LA. I listen to you guys. <laughs> her soul leaves her body you in that hear moment. It. Oh, I Come hate that now. so much. Oh. Come on. Come on. Is it fair to say that's the one that affects you most? Yeah, by far. Yeah. 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 Because Bono was done and Paul McCartney yes. was done. Right. We know that. Right. But she apparently was was not. Mm-hmm. What about Jigsaw that hurts. when you did that to him <laughs> sitting oh, yeah. across from him? He was, he was sitting like, in the he room. Was praising radio. Yeah. He was doing that. And that then happened. you had the audacity to do an impersonation of him in that Rambo commercial. <laughs> I've been that was Rambo. Wait, what? what? Yes. That's not Jigsaw? No, it's John Rambo. Come on. Oh, Keep up I with my was, impressions. I thought it was Larry Flint. I'm not sure. All these years, I've kept my secrets, but the time has come to face my past. <laughs> right? Dead on. Okay, now do Jigsaw. All these years. <laughs> come on, man. It's all I have. That's what I'm saying. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. And now, breaking oh. news, boom. Oh. Allie, I appreciate you and the work you do, and mm-hmm. I care very deeply about what you have to tell us Correct. on what's happening. Oh. But, but mm-hmm. King of Mexico tell us, tells us that we have Fred Durst's home phone number. Oh, yeah. I, he came in here and said it, and I... I, he- I I, I haven't really spoken since because I'm nervous about this whole thing. He's not entirely reliable. You guys right. know that, right? I know. Okay. Yes, it could just as easily be the 7-Eleven on okay. We don't All know. Right. But he does say he has Fred Durst's phone number, and that could put Biscuit for Weenie to bed, or it could uh, catapult it to happening. Mm. If if we call and it works out. So do we call it and let it and see if it works out, or do we continue to go through other no, let's calls? No, we, play, we, have, we have a slight plan to call it's, let's uh, just 7 o'clock. It. Yeah. But let's just dial and smile, man. You can't just call random famous people at home. <laughs> your, new, your new catchphrase? <laughs> Two words run. That's oh, all no. I know. I think, it's, I think it's cute that we think Fred Durst is awake at 7 a.m. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll discuss uh, more off the air and then make a decision. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Can you hear this? Uh, yeah, nailed Can it. Can you hear this? Uh, 
Oh, okay, better, yeah. Because you know we're on the air, right? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the microphones are on. Kevin, I how about a heads up? What are you doing? How about a heads up? I, I feel like light. being one that, that well, round, though. I'm embarrassed that that was what I did. Not that I burped, but it was that. It was, it was a weak burp. It was so yeah. weak. You came weak. Don't, 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 don't do that. I hate everything. <laughs> Yuck. All right, we're we're stalling here, guys, because we're trying to make this decision about the Fred Durst. We're doing it. We're doing it. Well, we have a number. We call it. We are legally obligated. I don't think we are. No, we are. I checked. I called my attorney. He says we have to call Fred Durst if we have the number, or we supposedly have the number. Hashtag biscuit for weenie. We've been putting it out there in the radio universe, like Stryker taught us. And so far, you know what we've gotten? Deadly. Nothing. So Dave says this is his phone number. So let's call this phone number and find out. Nervous. This is not the number. <laughs> How do we feel about Muggs dialing not that number? Not great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nailed really, it. number by number. This is very exciting. Hello. Hey, is this Fred Durst? I mean... Hello? Who's this? Hey, Fred, who's it's, Kev- it's Kevin. You know what? I, I, I forgive my partner. He's being very rude. Is this Fred Durst? Who is this? <laughs> Fred, it's Kevin and Bean. We haven't talked to you in a million years from K-Rock. Kevin and Bean? <laughs> yes, Fred. Kevin and Bean. I think it's going well, guys. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> you you do remember who we are. We have been talking about you on the air nonstop for the past month. Somebody must have told you. He totally hung up. He hung up phone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He hung up. I mean, that is not an uncommon reaction. It's not working well. Still. We're doing it again. Call him back. Call him back. back. Hold on. Hold on. Really call him back? Yes. 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 That wasn't the answer you needed to hear, which was he hung up on us? Wait, I'm under the assumption we may have been disconnected. Oh, well, yeah. You're a very optimistic person, then. (laughs) I say that's what we lead with. Oh, it appears we we were disconnected. disconnected. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Okay, I'll do it. Maybe coming from a lady. Okay, all right. Are you going to start? Okay. Hello. All right. All right, you're handling this? Yeah, I'll I'll take it from here. Woman. Hello. Uh, guys, um, unfortunately, it appears we got disconnected. So I've got Kevin and Bean on hold Hello? for you, Fred. The Kevin and Bean? Yeah, let yes. me let me patch them through. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our operator. Fred, I guess we did get disconnected. It's Kevin and Bean from the world-famous K-Rock. How are you? This really sounds like you guys. Um, it I'm thinking, is us. Um, it's... I'm thinking maybe how can you prove it? Mm. How can mm. we prove it? I mean, mm. we're on the radio right now doing a show. If if that helps. You could um, check the radio. We okay. how, how can we prove it? Hey, somebody, it? hey, guys, turn on the radio real quick. Tell me if you hear this. How many people call you and say that they're Kevin and Bean? <laughs> <laughs> That's Constant. a good question. Um, I, think, I think some... Some people have used your aliases a few times. Oh, actually. Okay, fair. Yeah, if, if we were faking it, we would fake it with way more famous people. Fred. Come on, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you how I can prove. I'll tell I you how we can prove it. Start at the at the A list, not at the D list. Yeah, down no, there. Right. Oh, you're right about God. that. Thirty point. years of legacy, Fred. Here's how I'm going to prove it: Kevin and Bean okay. and Limp Biscuit on the top of the World Trade Center 
in September of 2000 while you're filming your Take a Look at Me Now video, doing an interview, chatting it up with the helicopters and the whole deal one year before the towers fell. One of the greatest uh, moments of our lives being up there with you. Do you remember that? Oh, but, then I know it's you guys. Okay, okay all right. There we yeah, go. It's Fred Durst. Fred Durst, and we are Kevin and Bean. And we're out of time. <laughs> hey, guys, where the hell have you been? What's going uh, on? Well, the reason we're calling, Fred, and I, I hope that this word has gotten to you so that this is not a total shock, is we came up with an idea after you played the O.C. County Fair to rave reviews and 10,000 screaming fans. We thought, oh, my God, it's time for Limp Biscuit back on K-Rock. Why don't we try to get him for the weenie roast? And we have been running this up the flagpole for weeks now, trying to make it happen, and we just didn't have any way to get in touch with you. So it took us a long time to kind of track you down. That's what I've been seeing some like social things like I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, biscuit biscuit for weenie, right? Biscuit for weenie is what we would say because we because we're doing it we're doing it at uh, Doheny State Beach down in Orange County this year for the first time. We thought what an amazing summertime beach party band y'all would be. You know, because we got Three Eleven, we got Snoop Dogg. I mean, it's going to be a fun show. We thought Three Eleven. Oh, yes. We thought it was missing what you guys are bringing, so that's why we've been trying to get the word to you about the Weenie Roast, and we didn't know if you had any thoughts at all on it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, When is, what's the date? June 8th. It's next Saturday. June 8th. Next Saturday? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Jesus, last minute. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow. That's how we work. (laughs) We've been putting Uh, it out to the universe. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Let me see. uh, Okay. Okay. A Saturday next Saturday. Oh, brunch with Manson. Oh, no. Um, close. That's a shame. I mean, he loves the beach. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah, everybody knows Marilyn Manson loves the beach. I don't know, man. Guys, it's so last minute. How the hell are we supposed to pull that off? Maybe it can be rearranged. (laughs) Oh, no. Alan, I had him. He was oh, so no. close. All right, Alan. Um, my bad. Well, if we take a look around, my generation, you just have to have buying faith. salad dressings mm-hmm. and body washes now. They're not listening to Limp Biscuit anymore. No, uh, we are, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break stuff excited. if you guys don't stop this. Oh, Seriously, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, look, I don't expect an answer now. In fact, I wouldn't believe an answer now if you said it because you'd just be trying to get us off the phone. We just want to put it in your head, Fred, and say if you oh, and the guys are in town. If you guys are in town, my God, we go back a long way. You you haven't played the Weenie Rose since 2000, for God's sakes. And we would know, love, love, love to have you back. Yeah, I yes, remember. That's Thank right. you, man. Um, well, my God, this is so overwhelming. I don't even know how to, like, I don't, how the hell will I... I gotta talk. I don't know. Let me. Let me take the weekend. Take the weekend. Yeah, you got a weekend, me, Fred. Yeah, weekend. Fred, don't jump into it. You have the weekend, and then we're gonna call back on Monday. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh man! We'll call back okay, Monday guys. and me, uh, show me what you got. Yeah, give me. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay, stopping, guys. Fred. I'm not I'll stopping. I'll keep on rolling. Okay. Oh, see? I love it. We are gonna call you back uh, Monday, though. Monday, calling you. Right? Well, it's It'll great be to okay. Hear from you guys, let me. Uh, let me. I'm not really sure I could pull that off. Come on. Man. Give me a call back next week, and I'll. I'll see. What, uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. It's confusing, but Fair it's great enough. to hear from you guys, man. I'm still a gigantic fan of both of you, and I love K Rock. Have a great weekend. Run up by the guys. Check your schedule. See how you're feeling. We'll talk to you Monday. Thank you, Fred. Are you sure they, that there's people out there that are ready for that kind of party? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes. Our audience is... party is a little different, you know. <laughs> Understood. Yeah, yeah. Give me a call next week, man. All right. Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Bye. All right, bye. Guys, guys, that went well. Yeah. That went very well. I think that went better than I could have expected, except yeah. for the part where he hung up on us. Yes. It'll be okay. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Limbiscuit, yes. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger rapping. Anyone? I don't. Don't say no, Limbiscuit. It's a know yes. It. No, I'm please. saying you, sure that's a fine it. effort. Yes, is what I, I mean. Okay. I felt good about. Yes. how it went with Fred. By the way, but, I really did. But I'm, I'm saying now I'm adding another name to the list, which oh, is Arnold Schwarzenegger no, rapping. We, we can only take on one more person. <laughs> if you don't know, the Weenie Roast is a week basically away from today. But Arnold Schwarzenegger is rapping. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, is dear. 71 years old. By the way, somebody told me that he used to be in politics, but that doesn't what? Seem right. that doesn't make sense. He is uh, going to be back in the next Terminator movie called Terminator Dark Fate at the end of the year. He is currently on the uh, GQ Germany cover, and he has <laughs> entered a studio for his first ever rap. He's 71 do years you, old. Uh, Bean, do you know that from your subscription? Like, I do, I, yes. <laughs> I, get, I get all the GQs from around the world. You've seen how I dress. Yeah. Come on. I'm always, I'm always fly, as the kids say. Sure. No kids. <laughs> so um, I guess I guess this guy that he knows, that he works out mm-hmm. with, is the one who made That he works this... out with. That's the key. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's a guy... workout partner. Okay. Right. But he's also a singer. Right. He's also a singer. His name is Andreas Gabalier, and he released a new song called Pump It Up. The motivation song where he sings the song and then he brings the governor in to do a little rap break in the middle. And I think this is uh, this may even be a world premiere as far as I know. I don't know that this <laughs> I has hope been, so. been played. We don't have any ideas. Hasta la vista, baby. Born in Austria, he had a dream to become a star. A poor young guy, but never shy, said, Here I am. Hold on. How about Andreas, oh, huh? So, wait. How so about Andreas? The, so, the song, I thought it was a motivational song. It is. The song is actually about Arnold, though? It's well, pretty much about Arnold. I feel yeah. like we're getting, we need backstory, sure. right? And he's supplying it. it. I don't but, know why he started from the beginning, but he right. did. This, but this sounds exactly like Rock Me Amadeus. This sounds like he's telling the Falco story, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what do you want me to do about it? No, I'm just saying okay. it's. I didn't expect this. All right, all right. He started counting lifts when pain comes on. Pump it up, don't bring it down. Pump it up, don't bring it down. <laughs> and then they show video of both of them working out. Pump it up, don't bring it down. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Here's Arnold. Oh, no. Wait, I'm sorry. More singing. First time born American shades. A hardworking man was only 19 when he became a steel machine in the gold gym of Venice Beach Town. <laughs> this is where he worked out. What? Let him rap if he's going to rap. What's happening? This is an origin story. <laughs> don't bring it down. I'll be back. Okay. Oh, still not? Then wouldn't you have thought he would take over right? here? Right. No, he just says, I'll be back, and then the guy keeps singing. Well, he'll be back. He's Later. They call you Conan the Barbar, pumping iron steel machine, living legend, evergreen. Governator, Mr. Universe, Olympia. All right, now he's just naming stuff. <laughs> American Idol, worldwide played. Okay, listen, where's Arnold? Let, it, let the man rap. The guy's been singing for eight minutes. He's just reading his IMDb now. <laughs> Give us Arnold. Hollywood's calling, he got paid. 
Higher than the Empire State, a rising star, and there he said, I'm Hercules in Manhattan downtown. <laughs> Pump it up, don't bring, bring it, it down. Dang it if you know it. <laughs> I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger, listen carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Oh. Not what, but who, if you believe success will come to you. Work like hell, trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Break some rules, not the law, don't be afraid to fail. You have to think outside the box, I say no pain, no gain. Any no, other cliches? Didn't that rhyme. doesn't rhyme Didn't at rhyme. all. <laughs> Damn, son, <laughs> where'd you find this? Oh. I don't want to hear it can be done. Give always something back. My name is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. You can't be back. You can't. Back. Who did that? God damn it. Oh, oh, also started with that. He, keeps, he said, I'll, I'll be back like seven times in this song. You can't and he hasn't left once. No. He, he is. Uh, now, Jensen, I know that you do the Drop the Mic show, so yeah. you've seen all kinds of rappers. For God's sakes, you even helped us learn to rap. Yes. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, English is not his first language. No. He's 71 years old. Yes. He's never done it before. You're going to tell us he's pretty good. I'm I asking mean, you, is this awful? No, he's not awful. But the problem is the lyrics are awful. He mm-hmm. He's on beat for 94% of it. I mean, he's also sort of doing the my name is Arnold, I'm here to say kind yeah. of cadence. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 fine. He's not a mess. It, it sounds, you know, it's also recorded, so it could be right. moved around and stuff. But, right, right. You no, know, those lyrics are worse than he is at rapping. But Back to the singing, yeah. Okay, can you pause for a sec? Yeah. He definitely says Conan the Barbar. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did. Yes, he, he does. Shortens Bring it back. Yeah. He didn't say that. Hold on. Superstar, they call you Conan the Barbar. <laughs> he does, sure does, sure does. Be a star, Barbar. Call you Conan the Barbar. Oh, that's pretty strong. Again, just naming stuff. Yeah. Hasta la vista, baby. Okay, I gotta, I gotta ask: Is it too late to switch my "That's My Jam" pick for later this hour? <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K-R-O-Q. We talked to Fred Durst a few minutes ago, you guys. We yeah. called him uh, at home from Limp Biscuit. It had been uh, more than a minute since the last time we talked to Fred, but he seemed pleased to hear from us. Did he? After, after he hung up? <laughs> yes, after he hung up, okay. we got him back on the phone. Did okay. he seem pleased? And it sounded to me like he will think about. He'll talk to the guys and think about our Biscuit for Weenie plan. And I bring that up now to say, if this is your half-hour commute to work or school, maybe you didn't hear Fred. Don't forget, we do have the Kevin Bean podcast. And that is a conversation and a hang-up you are not going to want to miss. You can get it on iTunes or Spotify. I think we're on Spotify now and uh, Radio.com. I'm saying you get your Kevin Bean podcast. I'm saying if you were thinking about going to Weenie Roast, mm-hmm. I can't tell you for sure Limp Bizkit is performing yet. But, like, leave it up on your computer to buy the ticket and wait. Yeah. Just wait. Because we <laughs> should know, hopefully. Well, I mean, we certainly have to know <laughs> sometime soon. Monday. Yes. Yes. As it's a week from tomorrow. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So we'll give away some tickets later on, and uh, we'll call Fred back on Monday morning. All right. Hit it, Steve. Yeah. There it is. That's what we're looking for. Very different. Guys, um, today's the day. Galaxy's Edge. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Bring, yeah. it. No, no, bring no. it down. Turn it up. Nope. Turn it up. Yeah. Uh, no. Let me rip the knob off. It is. Um, okay. It's, oh. I love this music. I know, but we got a guest. What? We have a guest. Star Wars Galaxy. Uh. All right, go ahead. Galaxy's Edge is opening today at Disneyland. Guys, uh, it cost Disney a billion dollars. Yeah. 
to build this. Um, Nope, nope, don't need it, don't need it. Uh, And now it can be told, is it worth it? I say yes, but I haven't been yet. Eric Goldman has. (laughs) He is the managing editor of Fandom, and he co-hosted the WEW podcast. That's We Enjoy Wrestling. Eric, welcome back to the Kevin Beach Show, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I I can't outdo John Williams, though, guys. I mean, that is pretty tough. No one can. No one can. So you, uh, as a member of the press, were lucky enough to go through Galaxy's Edge early. Is that what happened? Yeah, uh, this week, uh, Wednesday was a big press day. I think they did a few, actually, this day. But Wednesday Mm -hmm. was the big day because it was press during the day, and then at night was the world premiere event uh, where they had George Lucas and Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Billy Williams and just a whole bunch of people out to really do uh, a big big party for Only those? Yeah, right, exactly. Only those. (laughs) Only those guys. Yeah. So, Eric, I guess the big, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, and we're just going to hand the mic over to you and just let you roll with it. But I, I guess my first question is, this is different than anything else we've ever seen at a theme park before in that it is a completely immersive experience. You're actually living in the world of Star Wars when you're in the park, right? I feel like it's the evolution. I mean, I think a few years ago when Universal did Wizarding World of Harry Potter, it really upped the game uh, as far as, you know, oh, wow, you know, trying to make you really feel like you're walking into this world you love. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pandora world, the Avatar world, the Disney world uh, did that, too. But I think this is the evolution. This is the next stage of it because they just go so far with it. They make it so perfect as far as feeling, oh, yeah, I've, I've stepped into a Star Wars movie. How do they do that specifically? Uh, it's just, it just, first of all, visually, they've managed to block out the rest of Disneyland. So it's not like you... See small small world or something that will throw you from right. being in Disney Disneyland. I noticed the top of Big Thunder, but it kind of works because it's just kind of a rock spire like where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, you completely feel in there. Uh, all the cast members are in character from the people you're paying to get food from to just people walking around. They are. I'm a resistance member. I'm a first order member. They will talk to you like they are part of that universe. Super uh, immersive, the- right? Oh, completely immersive. The, the merchandise, this is a funny thing they talked about uh, at, the, at the press thing. Nothing says Star Wars of all. There's a lot of merch. Don't get me wrong. I want to sell you stuff, of course. But it doesn't say Star Wars because if you're in Star Wars, you wouldn't know what Star Wars is, right? Right. Uh, so it's, it's, it makes sense. It has sense. to be part of it. Yeah. You, so can, you can actually toys. buy a lightsaber. You can buy a Stormtrooper uniform. I mean, they've. this is high-end stuff they're selling, right? Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. I mean, there's there's certainly smaller things. I mean, there are little dolls, little figures of the characters. Uh, but yes, if you if you want to, you can spend quite a lot of money. There's a two hundred dollar lightsaber experience. Where yes, you build your own lightsaber. I did not do that, guys. Uh, it looked cool, but I did not want to spend. I was trying to spend a lot of money in different places. That's your job, <laughs> dude. Can you write it off? <laughs> I, I, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I'll be back in a okay. few weeks. Right. I'm going to tell get me, it. Eric. Tell me about this. Is Eric Goldman again on the line from Fandom. He's the managing editor there, talking about Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge opening today. He didn't buy the lightsaber. Back tell to me about <laughs> being. I bought a lot. Part, part of the crew of the Millennium Falcon. How does this work? Uh, so this is really cool. The main ride there, well, there's going to be two main rides, one's opening later in the year, but the one right now is called Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and uh, you go in there and you're part of a six-person crew, and you're either one of two pilots, two engineers, or two gunners, uh, and you all work together, and it is an interactive game. It's kind of like the most expensive video game they've ever built, because if you're a pilot, you have to do well or you will crash into things. You know, oh. there is actual. Can you die? Happening. Will you die? Uh, you, can, you, you will not die. <laughs> okay, it's not but that realistic. Consequences. Okay. <laughs> Wait, will I get dizzy, <laughs> Eric? Will I get dizzy? 
Yeah, uh, you might. You might. Uh, I, I did not, but I talked to some people because it's a motion simulator. You know, it's it's uh, like you know Star Tours, but of course, much the, up the ante on it. Mm-hmm. It is moving around. It's shaking. So if you're very prone to being sensitive to that sort of thing, watch out because if you crash into something, you'll feel like you crash into something. Yeah. So how do you guys choose if it's six people? How do you choose who's the pilot? Because I want to be the but, pilot and yell at people. Um, is no, that what it's about? Yes. <laughs> I did think about this because basically they'll put, bring six people in a time. Now, if you're you know with one other person, that means you're going to be with four strangers. I think the only way you can be sure you get the position you want is if six of you go in together and you've decided together because you're going to hand you these cards that say what position you are. So then you could trade amongst yourselves okay. if you know someone. I or I see. guess you could say to someone, do you want to be a gunner? I want to be a pilot. Be a trade you. There's right. going to be fights, okay. isn't there? For sounds, sure. like, <laughs> sounds like I need to make yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, you just want to yell that. You just want to say punch it, Chewy, right, Allie? I, just, I, I cannot wait for this. This looks so good. Tell me you got to go into uh, the, what we're calling the cantina, but it's not the cantina. Oh, I, I got to go and I hightailed it there right after that amazing dedication ceremony with all those uh, Star Wars luminaries. Mm-hmm. I ran to the cantina because they were opening it up finally for the party because I knew that had been a very hot ticket. Uh, it's It's great. It's, it's small. It's like a small little bar, small little cantina, which is why the lines, I guess, have been massive. And even at the cast previews, there's been like hours to wait to get in because it can't hold that many people. Uh, but it's super cool. You feel like you are. It's not the cantina from the movie because you're on a different planet, uh, but it feels very similar. And, uh, of course, you can get alcohol in there for the first time in a Star Wars and in right. Disneyland. Uh, you can buy alcohol outside of Club 33, which very few people can get into. Did you drink blue milk and green milk and stuff? I did drink blue milk and green milk. Um, if I had to describe them, I'd almost say they're uh, kind of like Jamba Juice type flavors. All right. I mean, talked about they, they wanted them to kind of, you know, they didn't want them to taste like milk. It has to be something different. So there's almost like, you know, a citrusy sort of thing going on. I, I enjoy them both. I like the blue a little better. I argued with some people about that. So I, oh, I would have loved to have heard those arguments. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the blue is better. A lot of those arguments. This is the place for them. There are going to be lines for this thing for the next hundred years, aren't there? I mean, this is. Star Wars is forever. I think we could all agree that. Like, the, every single generation is going to grow up with Star Wars. Okay. Let the man finish. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> like, like you were saying, the lines are going to be crazy for things like uh, the Cantina or for the Falcon Ride. But if you're a big Star Wars fan, you can have a great time just walking around this land, going into the stores. Look at the walls. Look at the shelves. Look up high. They have put so many cool little touches, artifacts, masks, and weapons, things that you will – even if if you know them, you'll have that geek out moment. If you don't, you'll think that's kind of a cool uh, thing. What, what's the backstory on that? Says the guy so who didn't buy a lightsaber. Of, right? right? I'm going to buy a lightsaber. How much, how much can we trust you, Eric? I don't know if I trust I, a guy that's 100. like, here's the thing. Go to Galaxy's Edge and look at shelves. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Eric. <laughs> it's amazing. You don't know how good Star Wars Ikea is, guys. A hundred! A hundred! A hundred! A hundred! Eric Goldman is the managing editor of <laughs> Fandom, the fan's voice in entertainment, where fans can discuss, fight, and share knowledge on any topic. And the podcast is WEW. Fandom.com is the website. Eric, we thank you, you for coming on. We really appreciate you. We'll talk to you again soon. 
Thank you. I have a blue milk with you sometime, guys. Okay. Bye. Have, buy a lightsaber. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie McKay, mm. take it away for this very special Friday. That's my jam. It is one of our favorite things to do. At this time every Friday, we all talk about the music that we're digging at the moment because we have very varying tastes in music. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want to hear some new stuff. So we put together something called That's My Jam. It's a playlist. You can find it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social medias. But every single person on the Kevin and Bean show picks a song. And then it's in your ear holes, and you love it. And sometimes, you know, things happen. I, listen, I don't oh know. My God, it's like, <laughs> like a threat. Is that good just, or bad? No, I just started having uh, my okay. coffee. So it's going to get better. I see. Uh, Kevin, you're up first. Well, I picked Floyd Wonder. And I started to search for information on the band, and this is honestly what I found on their Facebook page. It's a tribute to the music of Detroit's one and only legendary underground funk mailman. Needs oh. more adjectives. That's what it says. <laughs> His name is Swade, a visionary party animal who went to bed by 4 p.m. and rarely left his kitchen and never recorded music. So this is a tribute. A tribute to that guy. To that guy. And then it says, <laughs> for band information, go here. And you click there and it goes, page not found. Cool. It's all I could find. What's happening? Marketing. Floyd Wonder. Okay. And the song is called French Toast. I'm at the Vatican drinking with the Pope. I'm out in Paris getting French toast. Tokyo sake sipping in the robe. Yo, Japan, dumb, I hope we got the toe. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I got that. I got that. Real Arnold Schwarzenegger vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't like to- uh, French toast as much as you might expect me to. What? Oh. I don't like to sully toast because toast is perfect as it is. But French wanna... toast is a different thing altogether. Yeah, but you don't muck up your toast with eggs. You know what I mean? Like putting eggs around. By the way, it's a music toast. feature as well. You're going to argue with French is, toast. What just happened? Well, because right? the guy's singing about French toast, and I can't. That's all. Oh, okay. It's I'm off right. brand for Bean to not like French toast. I see. Yeah. Wow. Because nope, toast is perfect. All right, uh, Bean, you're next. Just go. Um, I had no trouble finding information on my band because they are the- blowing up right now. They are an Australian group called Amil and the Sniffers. Amil <laughs> and well, the Sniffers. That's on brand. All right. Okay. They are punk rock, and I mean R-A-W-K. I wish Chip were here today because I know that she would love this so much. They are a, this is a classic debut punk album that sounds like it could have come right out of 1977. The song I picked is called Got You. the song, but they didn't mention French toast, so mm-hmm. how good and, can it be? And that's one of the slow songs on the album, by the way. <laughs> Amal and the Sniffers, again, my pick is Got You. Excellent. Jensen, you're up. Uh, my song's from 2016, uh, but people kind of re-stumbled upon it because of Jay-Z. Uh, here's the thing. 
Hannah Williams and the Affirmations. Uh, hmm. She's from England, and uh, producer No ID stumbled on her record while looking for samples and found what would become the uh, blueprint, that's a pun, of uh, 444, the song that he ended up oh, writing, the most personal uh, thing in his life. She was basically an obscure musician. She was a choir teacher. Wow. She got a message on her phone that said, hey, this is Jay-Z, call me back. She thought it was a joke. Of course. Called, and he said, I'd love to make this entire rap song around your sample. This is the original song. So not many people really know it, but it's so good. It's called Late Nights and Heartbreak, Hannah Williams and the Affirmations. You'll recognize it from the Jay-Z song, but I think the original might be better. Why do I keep on running away? and didn't sing like for a living she, I that's mean, she, great she sang but she her main job was choir teacher wow yeah and then the jay-z record and and people should hear the original it's great and obviously no id picked it because it, it would push jay-z to a more personal place yeah. being a part-time lover and etc to deal with the affair and it's just a great song Excellent. Yeah. Right. Well, my band, um, you might recognize because I added one of their songs about six months ago called Night Shift. The band is called Blue Brigada. They are four guys from New Zealand. And maybe the last time I brought them on um, for their song Night Shift, I might have said, listen, when you come to America, you can stay at my house. And it got creepy <laughs> and it was weird. But I still do email every now and then with one of the guys in the band that huh. keeps me up to date with, with, with what they're doing. They have a 10-song debut mixtape that just came out called Almost Feel Good. And it is a blast. They're like alt-rock, hip-hop beats, and then these pop tracks. They are a blast. So I picked a song called Old Love by Baloo Brigada. Fantastic. Sounds great. so fun. That's fantastic. We're and all over the place today. Uh, we're all over the place. And I'm just going to say, four dudes with New Zealand accents that are adorable. Come on, right? America. That's what I'm looking for what? is adorable dudes. Kevin from New loves Zealand. Come stay at my house. Well, no, they're going to stay at my house. live with me. I mean, I am not against that. <laughs> but again, it is our That's My Jam playlist at Kevin and Bean on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find the link just pressed Press follow and you'll follow and you're going to have great music every single week. New Zealand. It is a country. Yes, it is. <laughs> Present. Absolutely. I mean, the movie Eagle versus Shark. Yeah, it was great. I used to think was the greatest thing to come out of New Zealand. Now, Blue Brigada, right. which I hope I'm pronouncing their name right. <laughs> Too late. Hey, some birthdays for you. Clint Eastwood, Chris Elliott, Colin Farrell, Brooke Shields, DMC, and Dave Roberts. And that's what's happening. K-Rock, LANOC's Alternative Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
Uh, Allie, you did not see Jeopardy last night? I didn't because it was the basketball, like, moo dribble stuff game. <laughs> and and your it show was, was preempted? It was preempted, yeah. Uh, well, they repeat it later in the night, but it'll be on my DVR when I get home, but uh, whatever. Spo- spoiler alert, James, uh, James won last night. Oh, no, I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Alex Trebek is a goddamn international treasure, by the way. He's amazing on that show, and now apparently he is also superhuman. You gave us the good news earlier this week on what's happening, that he is in near remission from his cancer. Now, what kind did he have? Pancreatic, right? Stage four pancreatic cancer, which has pretty much a 9% survival rate. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. He's been undergoing treatment. He has more to come. He's got more radiation and uh, chemo to come. But he said that he told People Magazine that some of his tumors have already shrunk by more than 50%. Wow. He's 79 years old. When we got this, when we thought this diagnosis was released, we thought, well, this is Alex's last season of Jeopardy, right? You can't come back from this. I mean, you sort of do, except if there's a 9%. Yeah. 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 Chance that you're going to make it. The odds are against you big time. very much Mm -hmm. so. So we started thinking about medical miracles, and that's the topic on the show today. Medical miracles. You were supposed to die. You had something awful, and you beat it, right? That's what we're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. At 1-800-520-1067. And I guess it doesn't necessarily only have to be a life or death situation. I mean, it could be, here's what happened to my arm, and they were convinced they were going to have to cut it off. And somehow I was able to get it all back. You know, I mean, it could be sure. anything where you really, really beat the odds. And, and I was thinking, we had a story, I don't know, within the last month or so, about that woman who was in a coma, remember, for 27 years? Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, right. 27 years. And then one day she just wakes up and starts talking to her kid. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what I missed? What's going on? <laughs> hey, is James still winning in Jeopardy? First thing out of her mouth. It's weird. I mean, these are medical miracles. And some people say it has to do with faith. And some people just, they can't they can't figure out how, how some, you know, almost everybody dies from something. But you live. I mean, it's hard to explain. It's pretty there weird. Are many, yeah, there are many times when you, no one has any explanation. Yeah. You can guess, right. but mm-hmm. you just don't know. Yeah. You just don't it's know. Crazy. Al, did you have it in your family? I you did. That? Yeah. My mother had a brain aneurysm, and it was real, real bad. And they had talked to us. They said, listen, if she comes out of this, because afterwards they put you in a you know coma, so your brain isn't swell. It's a whole thing. Medically induced coma. Yeah. yeah. Um, they said, listen, you're in for a long haul with your mother. You're going to teach her most likely how to walk, how to talk, how oh, to feed man. herself, everything. There, like where it happened in her brainstem, it was just a bad, bad situation. And she came out of this coma, looked around and was like, who's been cleaning the house? And all the doctors she were knew like, every, what? She knew everything that was like, going on? They were in shock. Wow. They were like, this is just incredible. So, yeah, she's doing great, wonderful. She uses it, you know, as an excuse sure. for she pretends it affects her hearing. She's like, "You know, the brain aneurysm." We're like, "No, it didn't affect your hearing." But big ups to Cedar Sinai, Dr. Shavink. So, they did Why that noise? I don't know. Okay. They did surgery on her? Oh god, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you didn't mention that. I was just trying to figure out how that yeah, brain aneurysm, aneurysm just, just went away. Go away. Go away. Well, yeah. that's why I'm asking for no, details. We had to, oh, you weren't here when Dr. Drew was on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We had this whole conversation with Dr. Drew because Amelia Clark from Game of that's Thrones the other had one it. I wanted to bring up. And I mm-hmm. said, "Did they do the coil p- procedure?" And he's like, "How do you even know that?" And I said, "Oh, my mom had a brain aneurysm." And then 
Dr. Drew Cust on the air for he the did. first time, which uh-huh. was yeah. pretty, pretty much sweet. made my life. But yeah, it's it was a whole ordeal. Being. And she's had no, your mom has mm-hmm. had no repercussions from that. No, since. just bone of my dad. Everything's fine. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, doing good. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a nice. Maybe that's why she came back is just right? because she loves it so much. <laughs> she, she needs the D. This is a very nice. <laughs> Don't ever say that about Ali's mom. Oh, <laughs> just guessing. This is a very nice topic to get us into the weekend. Uh, we're talking medical miracles on K Rock. Let's start with line two. Let's say hey to John. He's in Los Angeles. He is our first caller on the topic. Welcome to the Kevin Beach Show, sir. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? We are good. Great. Thank you. What yep. happened? Was it you or someone else? It was me. Um, I was at work one day, and I worked with kindergarten kids at the time, and they were like, teacher, you have a bump on your head. I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. Just get back to work. And uh, You didn't feel it just to see if you had a bump on your head? No, I was like, I'm, you, who looks at the top of their head, you know? So, and Kevin, kids are um, stupid. You know that. That's true, yeah. <laughs> I forgot true. that. You, pretty much, yeah. All right. Um, uh, so, actually, after they kept saying that I went, we got it checked out. CAT scan, nothing. X-ray, nothing. Um, I had to go get an MRI. Didn't hear anything for about two weeks. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm out of the woods. Um, get a call, have to go to Hollywood. The guy walks in. I'm working on some emails and stuff. And I thought he was being a dick because he said, oh, no, I'll just wait. He just stands in the corner. What? And like, still working. And he's just like, no, no, finish. So I finished, but whatever. And he's like, I'll show you why. And he pulls it up. It's like a huge softball sized tumor pressing down on my uh, head Whoa. and it's how did a cat scan and an x-ray not see that stuff it, because of the bone i guess okay so it, you have the, it there the and then what was your prognosis and how did it go uh, did you die said, already good up. question did you die, oh, First you die? i a lot of people wish i would have i'm sure oh, but i didn't <laughs> uh but no um he actually booked the er for the next day because he's Ooh, like, we have wow, to get okay. out like right away. Because you should not be moving, you should not be walking. Right. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then you um, lived though. I, I, lived, I don't like him as much now. I wish he would have gone. <laughs> Come on. John's ghost tells stories slow. <laughs> Did you uh, tell no, stories well, quicker when I, you were alive? I had two surgeries back to back. Out of work six months, but uh, I have ten percent out, ninety um, percent out. I have ten percent still left. In. Wow, that's, that's awesome. amazing. That is great. well, John. I advise you to go back and get that last ten percent taken out. <laughs> need some help. I think I they would. That would probably kill me. Oh, no, oh well, leave it, save it, John. Oh, same well. advice. No. All right, thank you, John. Appreciate the call. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Medical miracles. We're taking your calls next on K Rock. Kevin and Bean. K-Rock. Ashley from uh, Irvine writes in uh, from the 714. My dad died on the... uh, Died. My dad died on the operating table (laughs) after a steering wheel column went through his chest in a car accident. He was declared dead when they were bringing the sheet over his head. A nurse saw him move, so he actually died and came back. (sighs) That is... uh, That's a medical miracle. Did he die again? What? Like, is he Does, dead now? Doesn't Did, say. Just came back for a minute? Well, that's what I mean. Went, <laughs> Guys, I do dead? that. Oh, bye. <laughs> However, we, Never mind. What, what if I were to tell you we have multiple people on the phone in our medical miracle, uh, miracle segment that have died? That's and, crazy. And have come back and are still alive, including Robert on uh, Line 1 LA. Robert, congratulations, up, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the living. How are you? Doing really well, Dean. How are you? Going to miss you, brother. I'm going to miss you, too, especially after this story. What happened? 
Uh, I was having a heart surgery, and I was out for seven minutes. I was told they were filling out the death certificate, and here I am today. Wow. So when you were legally, I guess, declared dead, did you, they always say you see, like, bright light, and you're welcome somewhere. Did you see anything? I saw cats and a lot of flames. It was scary. They were still in my wallet. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) What's going on? I'm not sure. What's going on? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, did they bring the wrong guy back? <laughs> oh, All right, Robert. Can we send you back? <laughs> I'm not sure it works like that. Okay. All right. Who else? Uh, who else died? Let's go to. Uh, who else died? Let's go, let's go to Mike in <laughs> Newport. His mom died and came back. So let's see what Mike's talking about on line five, please. Hey, Mike. Oh uh, yeah. Hi. Um, so in 2002, my mom got. T-boned on the PCH, mm-hmm. and uh, so she was. She wasn't. She basically flatlined three times within the first 24 hours. They gave her about a one percent chance of living, and then six months later, she she is now she's totally fine. She was in hospital for six months, wow. and was in a coma for a month out of those six. And then she just sort of woke up and started living again. Well, I mean, that's a very short way of putting it. There's a lot of work involved. I'm sure there's a lot of work involved. That's what Mike I would hates say if, you talking about his yeah, mom. That's I what was, I would say if I had no heart. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike just put you in your I'm place. Just, he did. And yeah. you deserved it. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, I mean, Kevin, well played, Mike. Kevin almost said, your mom's so lucky. It was so easy. <laughs> All right. Well, give her our best, Mike, and thank you for the call. We appreciate that. Oh, All right. Amazing. Let's try, uh, let's go to Leah. She's in Redlands Line 6 up next. This sounds like a hell of a lot to go through. Leah, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi. How are you this morning? We are good. Thank you. You? Uh, doing good. Okay. Just- Dropped my daughter off at school. All right. Uh, um, is this the same daughter that gave you all the trouble during pregnancy? Yes. Yeah, she's seven now. Um, when I was pregnant, we knew I was going to have a C-section because I had a five-pound tumor. And um, they went to to cut me open, and they nicked the tumor and my bladder. Oh, no. And it caused, yeah, it caused me to hemorrhage um, so bad that... They um, couldn't give me blood transfusions fast enough. So they um, pretty much told my family um, that I wasn't going to make it. I was gone. Oh, my God. Um, And to start thinking about um, what what they wanted to do, um, you know, um, as a paperwork, what the baby's name was going to be for sure. And, um, Come on, Bean, let her finish. Come on. How many blood transfusions did you have, Leah? Um, I believe around 25. Oh, oh my gosh. In, in the same day, and then they um, they put me onto a dialysis machine, I think, because mm-hmm. that was the only way to pump the blood in fast enough. Mm-hmm. And what Allie was just saying about, did you see lights or anything? Yeah. Right. What was so weird was I remember... I woke up two days later and finally knew that, oh, my God, I had a baby. Oh, okay. Hooked up to tubes and everything. But I remember the weirdest thing when I was out of it, and it was the trippiest thing in the world. It was like 
seeing the earth and the universe and like little cells and shapes and different lights. It was incredibly weird until I woke up and realized that, hey, you almost, you pretty much were declared dead. Leah, I have good news. I have good news. You can replicate that by just smoking weed. <laughs> if you want to replicate that, no. Okay. No. Okay. No. Oh, scary. Okay. Well, wow. I'm glad uh, you're okay. I'm glad your daughter's okay, and I'm glad you shared the story with us. Thank you very much, Leah. All right. Thank you. Okay. Let's do one more, and let's make it Alex. And I think this is going to put everybody in a good mood for the weekend. He's on line two, El Monte. Alex, you are a double survivor. What's going on, man? Yeah. Good morning, guys. Morning. Thanks morning. for having me on. Sure. Sure. Yeah, so um, in late September, right after my 20th or 48th birthday, I was diagnosed with colon cancer. And uh, in between uh, my surgeries or uh, uh, when I was going to go have surgery, I had a CAT scan done. And uh, they found another uh, uh, tumor in in my kidney. So I had two cancers. And so uh, uh, having uh, gone through both of the uh, uh, surgeries, I'm cancer-free today. Look at that. Amazing. Wow. Colon cancer yeah. in September, kidney cancer in October, and here we are in May. Wow. Alex is, is cancer-free. Excellent. Yeah, That's I, a- I, actually, I actually had the uh, kidney cancer done in, in February of this year. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, you are a medical miracle yeah. twice. So what are you going to do with your rest of your life now that you have been clearly chosen? Now that you are, have been <laughs> saved for a reason, how are you going to make your life matter? Well, honestly, I don't know. Uh, in between my my, uh, my recovery time and my first surgery, I was laid off from my job from SpaceX. So unfortunately, I'm looking for a job right now. <laughs> well, that didn't end as happy yeah. as we hoped. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Fridays at this time, we enjoy Keep It 100. I gotta keep it 100. Keep it 100, baby. Keep it 100, baby. I keep it 100. I keep it 100, Texter 100 gets his or her song played every week at this time. Rigo from Boyle Heights was 99 with Be Quiet and Drive by Deftones. Not mad at that. All right. Mm -hmm. Texter 101, Jorge from Orange, Rollin' by Limp Bizkit. So close. Well, we're going to pretend it's 100, right? right? So close. No, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. Texter 100, I believe, is on the line right now. And this is going to be, oops, ouch. (laughs) This is going to be Mike from CB Valley. Hey, Mike. Did you just faint? Hey, hey, Kevin and B. Hey, Mike. (laughs) What's going on, dude? You know what, Fred? It would have been great to hear your song, but I'm sorry. Little Dr. Green Thumb on the K-K-K-K rock. (laughs) (laughs) Mean to say it. We were going to chat with you, but no need. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hello, Dr. Green Thumb. Paging Dr. Green Thumb. Guys, I think that song is about the pot. I think it's about a physician. No, it's about the pot, you guys. It doesn't sound like uh, Cypress Hill. It's about the pot. Uh, Mike and Simi Valley, great uh, pick for a Friday. Thank you. The name Dr. Greenthrum, by the way, dates back to the Josie and the Pussycats cartoon. Did you know that, Jensen? 
Dr. Green Thumb was the name of a villain who ruled creature plants. Thank God I didn't know that. Dr. Green Thumb. I had Thank no idea. You, Mr. Know-it-all. All right, Allie. That was Beans. Fun fact. I know you're a big uh, Cypress Hill fan. I am. You, you probably have this one. Mm-hmm. On point, when did Dr. Green Thumb first get played here on the World Famous K-Rock? Uh, that was the late 90s, you guys. Okay, um, okay that's a- So I think, I feel like it probably was 98, but then it got real popular in 99. Mm-hmm. So let's go first play, I mean, cutting edge, sure, K-Rock. But Pick so a date. 99. I'm sorry, no, 98. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. September 1st, 98, so maybe it was more uh, popular in 99. She may have wow. nailed it, yeah. She may have actually nailed it with all of the waffling. I swear to God, Allie, you should be in politics. <laughs> Thank you. We'll do it Thank again you. next Friday where you get to pick the music. We call it Keep It 100. Keep It 100. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. It's a shame there's no... Uh, Way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> it's Friday on the show when I'm nervous for you. So in case you missed it, here's the week in review. Arnold's a rapper and we heard his debut when a sign at the Topanga Mall left me confused. We talked to a dude and aliens were his profession and for 10 minutes straight he seemed to dodge every question. Bert Pricer kept his shirt on for recession and a man's butthole burst from too much air compression. We listened to Slang Man, he taught us a lot and I killed an old landlord just with my thoughts. Jordan Kepler came in to hear Bean say, I'll never watch your show but your clips are okay. We talked to Fred Durst and we seem real close to seeing Limp Biscuit play Weenie Roast. But if he says no, then I'm swallowing glass and if you miss that download the podcast that's my favorite part right there (laughs) jetson actually makes it sound like it's a show worth listening to well done jetson thank you get the uh, kevin bean podcast at itunes or radio.com or wherever you get your podcast and we encourage you to do that ali's here with our final look at what's happening on a friday morning uh it's friday first of all And God bless the podcast listeners because a gentleman named Jason tweeted me and said, I'm going to listen to the podcast, so don't know if you've covered it yet. But in case you didn't know, tonight's Mega Millions up to $444 million. Yeah! Sure didn't know that, Jason. So glad you tweeted. I think I'm going to win that. Well, if you don't... I have a good feeling about that. If you don't, Mm -hmm. don't worry because Saturday's Powerball jackpot... $350 $350 million. No, I want yeah. the other one. You want the, you want the fourth uh, 44? Yeah, what are you going to do with okay. $350 million? You know? Know. Right? It's yeah. weak. I mean, these After are... taxes, it's like 200 bucks. Nothing. These are big totals, you guys, is what I'm saying. Oh, big totals. Yeah. So, thank you, Jason. I appreciate you. Veronica, what would be the first thing you'd do if you won the lottery? Um, I would build a karaoke studio in my house mm-hmm. and sing... Love, love, love you, baby. And then I would run naked down the street in Granada Hills, Hmm. and then I would do beer mug. That was a fake laugh if I've ever heard one. Similar plans for your uh, your money, Allie? Uh, very, well, I'd change the song up, but definitely the naked and the beer mug. <laughs> I mean, that's, I think, everyone's goal, right? <laughs> what, sure. what, how, what percentage of lottery winners do you think put a karaoke studio in their home? I'm going to say none. I kind of love, love, love it, too, but that was the alcohol talking. Excellent stuff. You guys, Katy Perry um, released a song last night or this morning called Never Really Over. And she's got a lot of people guessing which ex-boyfriend she's up late Googling. Oh. Here are some of the lyrics. Uh, She sings about losing control. And when she starts thinking about an ex, she says, two years and just like that, my head still takes me back. 
thought it was done, but I guess it's never really over. Oh, we were such a mess, but wasn't it the best? She then talks about how she dabbled in hypnotherapy. She had to rewire her brain, but um, she can't even go on the internet without even checking your name. (gasps) Unclear when the song Mm. was written, but in 2017, Katie was still dating her current fiance, Orlando Bloom. They dated 2016, 2017, broke up, got back together in January of 2018, have been together ever since. Could be him. Could also be she had that brief little fling with Diplo. Mm-hmm. Right. A uh, couple years with John Mayer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's Russell Brandt. I don't think that ended I'm well. That she's And really, what would you Google? Oh, yoga. So I don't think that's it. Do we think it's Travis McCoy? I say that jokingly, but they did date for many years. I don't think it's him. <laughs> I think it's John Mayer. Okay. Yeah. I think he's got the good good, if you know what I'm saying. And chicks are just like, I want some more John. Right? Sure. I can mean, anyone can... confirm that in the room that knows John Mayer? Does he have the good good? I, I cannot confirm if he okay. has the good good. Mm-hmm. No. Have you but ever I, seen it, though? No, I've never Like, you've never it. been, like, changing I felt like for a night out? Good, I, good. I felt like if he'd seen it, he would mm-hmm. be able to answer that question. I've never seen the good good. Okay. <laughs> Although I will say to add uh, fuel to your uh, conspiracy theory, Allie, uh-huh. is that Taylor Swift also wrote a very butthurt song about John Mayer, too. Oh, we don't need to know where he put it. No, no. What, <laughs> oh, I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is ladies don't forget John Mayer after they That's dated him is what it sounds what like. what I'm saying. I oh, think my it's... God. Is it really that big? I don't know, sir. Jess won't tell big, us. fat, juicy pickles. I'm just going with it was John Mayer. Okay. I feel like she's going to come out and be like, no, I wrote it about Orlando and when we were broken up for a minute. <laughs> thick, thick. <laughs> and wow. I, I say to that, agree, sir. <laughs> it's about John Mayer, right? <laughs> Who stands around their house hitting themselves with fish? That's a odd question, but... Um, that is an odd very question. odd question. Mm-hmm. Who's with me? John I Mayer? mean, sure. Mm-hmm. All right, we were just talking about her. I have a lot more penis drops if you want us to keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do them. But yeah. I know you have other stories, but I mean. All I can think about is sausage. Okay, back <laughs> Okay, all right. Um, so we just mentioned her brief fling with Diplo. He penis. is in the news again. Joe Jonas was joking uh, that Diplo ruined his wedding to Sophie Turner by live streaming the entire thing on Instagram. If you'll remember, after the Billboard Music Awards in Las Vegas last month. I like penis. Okay. Penis. Good Good to know. Joe Jonas um, and Sophie were like, hey, if you guys want to come to the wedding, just show up. Here's the thing. He went live on Instagram and Joe Jonas told the Capital Breakfast radio show that, yeah, he did ruin it. I love Diplo, but he loves his gram more than a 13-year-old. He posts every five seconds. He literally, like, live-streamed with dog face filters. <laughs> I mean, that makes me like it. It made me yeah. laugh really hard. Um, it turns out um, Diplo wasn't exactly authorized to share the news on his social media. How many people were there, though, at the wedding? I think, well, like, ten. So, can't, wouldn't you know if somebody's holding their phone well, up? Uh, yeah. At, at my wedding, we had to announce, please don't post things till mm-hmm. the next day. I think if you don't announce... Fair game. Free for all, yeah. Well, Joe and Sophie have no hard feelings. He said, we just laughed. We loved it. We thought it was ridiculous. I just love that he was walking into the chapel like, gonna hit this wedding real quick. (laughs) Which I kind of love as well. Turbo boner. Okay. (laughs) I mean, still got that going. Penis. Hey. Uh, J.K. Rowling announced yesterday. Did you hear about this? Rowling. Rowling. 
Rowling. Announced yesterday. Rowling? Rowling. so large. <laughs> which, uh, which one is it? I think it's Rowling. You're J.K. Rowling. so large. J.K. Rowling. Kevin, is it Rowling or Rowling? I always thought it was Rowling, but I don't know. So let's I just... I always heard it was Rowling, Rowling, Rowling. Is what like I heard. Biscuit! From your lips to God's ears. Anyway, she's uh, she's releasing four brand new stories in the Harry Potter series. It's she can't stop. The new ebook editions will it. be available for two dollars and ninety nine cents a piece in June through Pottermore. She's calling them bite sized stories. So she can't stop. She can't, she can't stop. stop. She Why can't. She just write more books. I it's, think it, it may come to that at some point because she obviously loves these stories yeah. so much, oh, and she, there's so much in that noggin. That she just she loves it. This but, is Michael Jordan on the Wizards to me. Wow. Just move on to another. Because just move on to another book, man. Well, she did remember. And yeah. It did not exactly catch fire the she way she used a did. fake name, and then it was so right. bad. She's like, "It's mine," and then everyone was like, "Still bad." <laughs> <laughs> well, these uh, little bite-sized nuggets are going to provide insight on various subjects learned at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Wizardry, <laughs> such as charms, defense against the dark arts, herbology. And care of magical creatures. I'm in. I think that sounds delightful. Kevin, when you say you're in, though, mm-hmm. you're not actually going to read them. No, they're going to make a movie about it, right? Okay. All right. I just want to make sure I understand. <laughs> it's like, I'm in once they make that movie. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you guys remember that scene from when Harry met Sally, where she's in the deli and she has a little... Uh, little orgasm mm-hmm. at the table. Yeah. She fakes it to to prove to him that this is fake. Right. She went from to oh to that's a great recreation. Yeah. But Katz's Delicatessen is going to have a pretty interesting contest this July. The legendary Jewish Nelly, deli known for its pastrami and corned beef sandwiches, is going to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the romantic comedy by inviting fans to demonstrate their ability to fake orgasm, just like Meg Ryan's character. Uh, I'll have what she's uh, having. Uh, Come on, uh, ten more. Uh, Let's go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, I think, Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. working out. But, um, uh, maybe working out. Not we don't sure. Know. Not sure. But if you'd like to open um, open the contest, it's open to all genders on July 12th. And you're going to be judged by some notable New Yorkers and special guests. Uh-huh. It's true. <laughs> don't know who yet. But you can also get the I'll Have What She's Having package. Oh. $135 <laughs> includes exclusive merch and classic favorites. I mean... Uh-huh. Well, that might not win. Hmm. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. That might, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like this is a weak report, but it's our fault. I think we just <laughs> that's what I think's wrap it up and go home, shall we? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. That sounds aggressive. That's the winner. Give yeah. them all the cat's merch. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday, Clint Eastwood, Chris Elliott, Colin Farrell, Brooke Shields, DMC, Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC, and L.A. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts. And that's what's happening. Ah. Thanks, Ellie. These SoCal helpful <laughs> Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers <laughs> commercial free-for-all during your drive uh, home today on the world famous oh, no. K-Rock. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Kevin, what about Kevin? <laughs> Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. I'm an extreme.
extremely stable genius. Where's my sauce? Just pass it around. Hi. Today you saw why everyone should be given a chance to prove his or her abilities. Don't put someone down just because they're different from you. And don't put a girl down just because she's a girl. When a person's talents are wasted, it's a loss to all of us. See you next week. Oh, and this is over. There was like a lot of toilet paper, a lot of Vaseline all over the handles of doors. Um, There were chickens. Bong, bong. <laughs> Say bye, guys. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.